Yes, that's a British cartoon they're watching, and no, these idiots aren't British. They're American, and they've acquired their blank, unfocused gaze from Muzzy, a language-learning cartoon for children developed by the British Broadcasting Corporation. You'll be amazed when Will and Adric start examining the entire four videos, two audio cassettes, the activity book, and the parent's guide and answer book in English. To order, use your credit card and call this number. We'll ship and charge you $28.08 a month for six months. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Wow. All right. That was, uh, I hope that you aren't expecting that we did do all that. That's too, that's too much, Will. Even for that's me. Too much? I did not to... complete the, the worksheets to, to go oh, alongside. Oh, I sent you so many, so many worksheets. <laughs> there was homework for this. How much Esperanto do you know now? Oh, fucking all of it. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not a spoken language. No, uh, I don't know. So... Let's just let the people know what we're talking about here. Uh, it's Muzzy. Good old Muzzy. Y'all remember Muzzy. Muzzy. Yeah. From the, from, the blue from the screen. commercials. Uh, commercials with an order now number on the end. Um, <laughs> if your parents actually uh, encourage you to learn a language using Muzzy, shout us out because I want to meet your parents. I had the German one. You did? Oh, yeah, because cool. I lived in Germany at the time. Well, so. you say that as though... That like this is the only means of learning a language, which right? I don't know, oh maybe. no, I don't think that I <laughs> learned anything from this. <laughs> really. Uh, so Muzzy and Gondoland is a TV series from well, it says TV series on IMDb. It's like that's extremely a generous. Movie kind of yeah. Yeah, a movie it, is also like, extremely generous. Yeah, <laughs> educational video. Yeah. From 1986. Uh, educational theory series. Think like um, maybe some of you have the context of like School of Rock. If School of Rock was all about six words instead of like a. Uh, you mean a, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Thank you. Was was School all about six of words Rock instead of. The, that's <laughs> a Jack, Jack Black film. <laughs> <Whoops. Yeah. laughs> those, are, those are the same things, right? It's a very different. I remember when. The, Jack Black saying about wanting how he was a bill and how one day he was going to be a law. Yeah, he got up on stage and he got a bunch of kids to sing it. That would have been fun. I'm just a (laughs) bill. That would have been really fun. Um, No, the movie slaps, though. Damn, I wish I watched that instead. Um, Right? So the problem with Muzzy, consuming it as a 25-year-old, is, as I alluded to, the fact it's that it's about six words. slow. <laughs> it's, they say a single word and then pause <laughs> to stare at the camera for like a whole second oh, and then God. say the word again. And like, I get it. Like I, it was very clear. It was actually kind of interesting to see like how they were trying to draw, like, cause it's, they don't define anything right. Or very, very few things they actually define. And so it's right. all about just like drawing visual connections to um, the things that they're talking about, which I bet is a very effective way to learn a language as far as like um, if you're a kid and you watch this like a hundred times, you'll learn all 10 words that they say in this entire four hours that are whatever. Yeah, you're going to learn how to say peach. You're going to learn how to say plum. Big. You're going to learn how to say grape. 
you're going to learn how to say hamburger. So let's introduce them to the cast of characters, because I do think the characters are kind of like weird, and some of them are quite cool, and some of them are extremely not cool. Um, yeah. Um, so we have Muzzy, who's a giant green alien. Literal alien. Who's on a spaceship, who like just shows up for no reason. Yeah, none. He gets like he, dropped off interstellar travel. He lands, and the first thing it's he's like, E.T., like, but he's happy that they flew away. <laughs> right. He's just like, all right, later. Um, wait, shit, I'm hungry. <laughs> That's his whole thought process. Yeah. They have interstellar I mean, travel stuff. and can consume metal. Metal seems to be like the it main. It seems like he just eats metal. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which is cool. I really like that. This, this, this could be confusing for somebody who is trying to learn uh, new words in a language that they don't understand because Muzzy does like the opposite of everything that you would expect from a typical person who is speaking the language, which. Yeah. Well, and I, when I was looking back at this, cause I haven't watched this in like 25 years, probably. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking it's going to be like, Oh yeah. Muzzy shows up and he needs to fucking like learn about stuff. Right. So this is like an audience insert how, character. Right. But he isn't. Not at he's all. Just, he's just a weirdo that <laughs> <eats> parking meters. <laughs> you say he's a weirdo. He's far less weird than some of the other characters in this. Who yeah. are um so there's a royal family. There is a, well, a king right. lion. Okay, go ahead. Let's just on on Muzzy. Yeah. I'm just getting the alright, so the actor was uh Jack May who is also Igor in Count yeah. Dracula. That's great. Yeah, and he played a waiter in the Hitchhiker's Guide TV show in uh the UK. This is a BBC production, so is, everything's yeah. going to Yeah. I only watched the TV show like at a friend's house in Australia and I vaguely remember it. Hmm. Um this being a TV show produced by the D- the BBC puts a weird spin on the fact of of how it was marketed within the United States. But anyway, right? Oh, there. I actually found a whole history on that. Um, Get into initially, it. Initially, so initially, it was created as a way for um, immigrants to learn English. Oh, weird and vibes. Okay. They weren't able to sell it because immigrants don't have a lot of, you know, spare income to spend on spare TV income shows. for yeah for teaching their kid um, the native language of the country budget. they just moved to yeah <laughs> so eventually they uh swapped it over to what it is now where it's teaching all kinds of different languages got it That's uh, kind of interesting. and the other thing about jack may who was muzzy is that he was in the archers as the voice of nelson gabriel which made him, at the time of his death, the fourth longest-serving soap opera star. Fascinating. Yeah. For our listeners kinda... and for me, because I've never heard this this show before. Well, what is oh, Archers? the Archers? Yeah, what is the Archers? It's it's a British soap opera. I realize now that I am the audience surrogate for our own audience, because the, <laughs> the amount of media that you've consumed compared to me, or even are just aware of, is astonishing. All right. So anyway, you were talking about King Nigel. King Nigel, which 
king. Great name for a king. Um, yeah. Is a lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's played by Willie Rushton, who, from what I could find, was just, like, one of those, the, like, panel comedians okay from the uk where they just show up on shit tons of panel shows that's a really interesting Uh, cultural aspect too like um we we've spent a bunch of time in this house watching uh oh shoot what's it called um iq well well of course we've watched iq but we got introduced to a new one that's that's all about uh words scrambling letters around man i'm so bad at this no no, no, no. All right, no. we keep going, and I'll I'll think of it. Um, uh, so the big one that he was on was the week that was countdown. Um, ah, countdown's great. What a blast! Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was on a whole bunch of shows that are like that. Um, he played uh Tim Brooke Taylor's gay husband in the last film that sharon tate made before she was murdered whoa uh, the 13 chairs yeah uh he also recorded a whole bunch of audiobooks um and relevant to this podcast he recorded adaptations of the asterisk books oh fascinating there's a little little connection so anyway king nigel's just like barely a character yeah yeah barely like yeah. Which to be fair, like everyone in the show is barely a character, but he's especially Pretty barely a character. Much. He just like walks yeah. around and talks to um uh the queen uh, who uh, is Queen Elsa. What kind of creature is the queen? I could not quite pin this down. Oh, she's a rat. Okay. So I went through all the uh the king's a lion and she's a rat. We'll we'll just get to the rest of them as we come to them. Yeah. Uh Queen Elsa was played by Miriam Margolis, uh, who... That's a great name. Yeah, she has a really... I think she had the most stuff of, like, any of the actors in this that I could find. And according to Wikipedia, at least, uh, she started off doing uh, softcore porn. Whoa! Um, like, audio porn. Uh, so in the 1970s, she recorded a soft porn audio called Sexy Sonia Leaves My Schoolgirl Notebook. Oh, my and, God. Um, yeah, I tried to find it, but, you know, it's it's apparently not uh, easily available. That's disappointing. Um, right. I, I guess the 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 angle there between that and um, doing voice acting for shows is like zero. Like you're doing the same job, basically. Yeah, um, it's just the context that makes it funny. The difference between the two, right? Uh, well, and then she was also in Black Adder, like uh, a few times, and she played Who'd Professor she play? Sprout in Harry Potter oh. and the Chamber of Secrets. Well, there you go. Now everybody knows exactly who this person is. Can put a face to a name. Yep. Which is the first time that's ever happened in a single character we've described the actor for. I, that's not true because Ron Perlman. Well, and weirdly enough, like I, I've never seen this fucking movie. Really? I've, I've never seen Harry Potter and that's the Chamber hilarious. of Secrets. My, I've seen like one of the Harry Potter movies. My brother, um, there was a, a brief period of his life where he was just extremely interested in the Chamber of Secrets. And so would watch it basically every day for about a year. And so that movie is burned into my brain like nothing else. Like the movie or the chamber itself? He's just like, what kind of secrets is in there? Come on, I gotta find them. 
Um, it's uh, specifically the big snake. Love that big snake. Um, mm. uh, we stand a big snake. We stand a big snake. Speaking of big green things, what the fuck <laughs> is up with this Corvax. guy? Corvax <laughs> is a nightmare creature. As so, according to the internet, he's a goblin. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's is, a goblin. It's very. I would say out of place, but like yeah. we have three animal characters and then a bunch of human characters, and the I guess there are more animal characters in the background. Okay, but it's it's real weird. Anyway, it's real so weird. His, the cast is so yeah. strange. Corvax is um an an insect goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his his thing that he talks about is the fact that he has a computer. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he loves some, having a computer. Loves having a computer. There's some real whack scenes a little bit later that we that maybe we'll get to. Um, uh, so his voice actor is also Bob, who's oh. a mouse. Yeah, Bob's tight. I like Bob. Yeah, Bob is the gardener. Yeah, Bob's just a mouse. Yeah, like yeah, he just it's just vibing. Yeah, he's our main character. Yeah. Uh, so the voice actor for the two of them is Derek Griffiths. Name sounds who familiar. Who was also Super Ted. Who the hell is that? In in the series Super Ted. I've oh, never Super heard of Ted, this Super Ted was a British um, cartoon about a superhero teddy bear. That sounds awful. Yeah, it's, it's not good. <laughs> uh, and then the other, like, credit that i could find for him that i actually recognized was that he had like a small part in hilda ah wait hang on is super ted the reason why that god awful movie um made by the bad grandpa people was named ted i don't know it must have right i guess i guess ted and teddy bear are enough yeah if we take it all back to the to the the origin it's actually not that interesting I, my brain yeah. is is slowly seeping out of my head at this point and i we did not make that connection Teddy roosevelt for the creation <laughs> of all this media i would love to yeah um, and there's one other character way to go we teddy roosevelt about, is, for uh, making two bad movies <laughs> and fucking up panama <laughs> anyway <laughs> and that mustache uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have the the princess is the is the last character. Princess Sylvia. Oh, we have one more character. We do. Uh, oh, we yeah. Have, uh, are we counting the cat? I love the cat. No, we're counting the one human, Norman. Oh, Norman. See, I didn't yeah. count Norman because he's like an auxiliary character. He's like not even in the main show. But you're right. Well, Norman... he's the only other one that's credited. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who who plays the princess? All right, Princess Sylvia was played by Susan Sheridan, who was oh. Trillian in the yeah. BBC radio series of Hitchhiker's Guide. And uh, she was Princess Alanwi in uh, The Black Cauldron. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. the radio series for Hitchhiker's Guide is so fucking good. I love that. I need to re-listen to that. Like I slam through a lot of audiobooks and it feels like those types of things are just like, man, I should just go through those. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a blast. 
We'll uh, put that on the queue after Dune. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and then Norman, so who then plays Norman? Norman is played by Benjamin Whitrow. Benjamin Whitrow. Yeah, has the most British name of a human being. Um, <laughs> and he played Fowler in Chicken Run. That's great. I love that for you, Benjamin. Yeah. And then in the... Um, it was a TV series of Pride and Prejudice. He was Mr. Bennett. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well good for you, Benjamin. Chicken Run's a wild movie. Chicken Run... Weren't they... I thought they were making a sequel. I thought so, too. I, but I thought that for like a year now. I haven't heard anything about it in forever. It may have disappeared into the, the COVID movie void. Yeah, just the fucking hole yeah. that's been left by that. <laughs> the movie hole. <laughs> yeah. Which at some point, maybe it'll reappear from, maybe it won't. But uh, I remember being terrified by that as a kid, originally watching right? it. Uh, and then the director of this was a guy named Richard Taylor. Um, and I, I looked him up on IMDb and I watched as many of his like things as I could, Mm -hmm. but all that he seemed to make were like educational shorts. Interesting. I mean, I guess it's a niche that once you get into it, it makes sense to just keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, the ones that he's known for. And the only one that I could find was one called some of your bits ain't nice which what you want to venture a guess as to what that's about computers uh no it's about washing your hands some of your bits aren't nice some of your bits ain't nice ain't nice jesus yeah which like i was so confused watching this because it's like two people hanging out at a club and i'm just like i I know the name of this. Like, is he going to fucking just whip his dick out? Like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) But but then it, like, slow zooms away into the hand and is just like, Oi, Sammy, you miss saying nice looking over the fucking bacteria that leaves on your hand, what, what? (laughs) And... Whoa, that was something else to hear. (laughs) Yeah, it was... It was three minutes, and I'm kind of glad that I couldn't find the rest of his things because I imagine that they're all the just the same. Yeah, no, sounds like freaking Garbo. Um, yeah. Although I do have to say, so so we can start talking about the quality of of this show. Um, the uh, pacing, as we've alluded to, was just was just absolute absolute garbage, but sort of necessarily kind garbage. Of, yeah, kind of by necessity. Yeah. Um, I thought the animation was kind of interesting at points like somebody was it, having fun there like it was good but it was also very sparse yes yeah definitely very they, sparse yeah like, they would just sit on shit for right. a long time but when they were using their movement they used it well like i remember a scene um uh there's a like a the the little dance that um muzzy and bob do was like quite well choreographed yeah, um, and there's like um, a scene where where Bob sort of wiggles Bob out of a window. <laughs> yeah, um, and then there's the scene with um, uh, Bob and the princess on the bike. That was the, on the the motorbike. That was really oh, cute. I think that was probably my favorite part of yeah. this whole thing. I tell you what, was... 
the that song listened to at 1.5 times speed very good very listenable yeah yeah like (laughs) (laughs) i can enjoy this i'm not caught up in the fact that my life is whisking away from me (laughs) (laughs) um the so as far as the plot goes yeah. yeah uh it starts off with them just sort of you know going about doing some daily business uh, it starts off with that f- i really like the song that's at the very beginning of this just that oh yeah the first thing i said <laughs> to you was like this song shares a soundtrack with fucking clockwork orange because that synthesizer i love ooh, it the classical synthesizer was it's so sweet so I adore good it. yeah um so yeah there's it it just shows us muzzy and he's like i'm muzzy big muzzy and then they pop down and everyone introduces themselves uh and then bob and uh sylvia go on a date yeah they just like they're hanging out in the garden and they're like hey i like you a lot you're, you're, yeah you're pretty great Sylvia and, and shows like off all the shit that's in her purse she has a fucking hamburger in there that's been in there for longer than the entirety of this movie i assume because she hasn't <laughs> bought a hamburger in that time and we watched her put a fucking plum <laughs> and a peach in there and some grapes so i don't know and where she got that ha- yeah uh and so they he's like i've got a bike let's get on my bike and they they just they zoot Wee. around they have a uh, a good little time they uh, fly through the air. They sing a lovely song. The synthesizer uh-huh. comes back. We have a, a lovely time with the synthesizer. And um, then in comes fucking class conflict. And then they find uh, Corvax or whatever, because he's in love with the princess also, uh, goes and narks on the gardener uh, dating the princess. Yeah, and, and the king's like, get me my fucking helicopter. We're going to get my this fucker military and my helicopter <laughs> yeah. it's time to go <laughs> pack the entirety of the gondoland military into this helicopter and because we this gardener is seducing my child you know not not the not the reason for the season but the the outcome uh is very salient right now because uh i don't know if you you know much about what is going on in Minneapolis right now, um, but we are under a effectively military occupation. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. We are uh, surrounded by by troops and like this this show gets dark quick. <laughs> it, yeah, like remarkably dark. Um, because what happens next is uh, they they chase him down with the helicopter. They knock them off their bike into the into the dirt, uh, daughter and all, and then yeah, uh, five hundred men arrest this single gardener for the crime of dating the king's daughter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they take him to uh, jail room nineteen, which everyone is really fucking horrified of yeah room 19 turns out muzzy's in there and muzzy's like hey what's up i'm hey, a friend i'm this big idiot I anyway love muzzy. let me tell you my entire story 
I got dropped off here, and then I kept eating stuff. The end. Yeah, and everybody hated me because I ate all the things. There was that <laughs> yeah. scene when he goes and he eats the... um. <laughs> they he eats the typewriter as they're trying yes. to book him into jail, oh, and I that made me goofaw. <laughs> just like, yeah, fucking get him, Muzzy. <laughs> Fuck the police. Fuck the police, Muzzy. Let's go. Uh, eat all the guns next. Yeah, Muzzy's great. Um, they Muzzy is really a resistance icon. Truly. Um, they they chill in the jail cell for a while, uh, and then. Um, the thing that Bob gets out of Muzzy's story is the fact that he eats metal. And so he's like, oh shit, uh, let's do a dance and eat those bars. Yeah. Uh, uh in the meantime, uh, Corvax is, uh, hanging out. He's got his computer, uh, fucking, he decides to clone the princess. Yeah. Unclear uh, about what is happening there. Cause originally yeah, I, I was know. like. It, he he aimed a bunch of lasers and it looked like he was creating like a hologram of the princess. Oh, um, I just took that to be like, did this come out after Weird Science? Ooh, that's a good question. Cause that Weird Science, nineteen eighty five film. So this came go. out afterwards. Um, that's exactly what is happening then. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just that with less oingo boingo. And so still worse. horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not good. So yeah, clones the princess. Uh, and and the clone is still like, no, fuck off! You're a weird <laughs> incel goblin. Get the hell away from me! So he's like, I'll try it again. And then he breaks his computer, and there are like five, five fucking clones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they all have different colored dresses, so that we can learn all the names of colors. Yeah, and they do a dance and tell him to fuck himself ten times. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Um, we haven't talked about Nelson yet. Oh, yeah. Nelson, uh, so far, he said good morning. And then he, like, ordered a whole bunch of food and got someone fire hosed him. Uh-huh. Uh, also, his name's Norman. So his he name's screwed Norman. that up. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I... I find the scenes with him like just so difficult to remember in sequence because they're so disjointed. Oh, I don't remember any of them, but I do genuinely enjoy them. They're they're yeah. legitimately kind of fun, and those are the the moments when I think the animation shines the most because there's no color, or there's like very limited color, I should say. And um, I, my problem the with works. the scenes with him is that they tend to have these jokes where they're trying to escalate but because their affectation has to say so flat so that they can <laughs> yeah so that they the can words. just clearly dick like have clear diction mm-hmm. for foreign speakers um no, there's no pun there's no punchline really yeah that it just reads as really weird because they're trying to escalate but the emotion in the scene isn't escalating see that worked for me <laughs> <laughs> i was totally on board for that style of delivery um there was nothing like particularly funny but i just i just like enjoyed them a little bit more which for me at at this point I was like really reaching for it. I was also so tired 
and like zonked while watching this. Did you what language? Uh, I watched some in French and some in Spanish and then some in English. Yeah, I got like half an hour in and then I was like, I can't fucking watch this in English. Yeah, English Uh, was the worst. Yeah, I swapped over to Esperanto, which was made later. When when you say later, do you know when? Uh, I don't know when they made the Esperanto version, but it wasn't in the commercials. So yeah, because Esperanto wasn't a language yet. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's just kind of a all right. Most world's most like widely spoken constructed international auxiliary language. Whatever you say, Esperanto. <laughs> yeah, it. it's kind of one of those things that was like, well, this is a good idea, but then it just doesn't catch on. It's like when, you know, people try to make new standards for programming and then it, you just yeah. have one more standard. Um, Is there anything else that we can think about the plot? All right, so, uh, yeah, he makes the clones, and then we cut back to uh, Muzzy and Bob doing their doing their dance, and they go outside, they break out of jail. Um, they go and find the princess, mm-hmm. and then send the princess... A, seemed like she was supposed to just get food for them for the trip yeah kind of unclear yeah i wasn't a hundred percent because i was watching in esperanto at this point (laughs) um i was watching in french at this point (laughs) yeah uh so then corvax fucks up more yeah and makes more clones of her and at no point Um, do they confront the um horrifying reality that there are multiple of them in this world now oh no no uh (laughs) (laughs) which is really missed opportunity yeah it's just like well they're here they really could have gotten into a whole lot of philosophy with people learning english as a second language yeah they could have been like ah the existential horror yeah what is life (laughs) um so uh, she steals a fucking bag of clocks and and runs it back. Uh, they start leaving, but then it's like, oh, there's all these gigantic fucking kaiju clones of you and shit. Uh, the king gets sucked into the computer somehow. <laughs> yeah, computers are magic in this world also. They're at 100%. Absolutely. Like, they just don't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> They're magic, and cats can use them. I love the cat. I'm obsessed with the cat. The cat is adorable. The cat is the reason why the clones initially got messed up in the first place, right? Is it? I think the cat went fucked with it. I can't remember now. Like, it went just pushed buttons. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Muzzy and Sylvia go to fix the computer while Bob chases Corvax. Uh, Muzzy just, like, goes in the back and sticks fucking graphics cards back in eats a few of them as he will yeah muzzy don't you know the price of those these days (laughs) 
Yeah, Muzzy is uh, powered by global warming. <laughs> Muzzy is <laughs> Muzzy is a metaphor for Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so he fix, fixes the computer and the king comes back uh, and then they run outside because Bob and Corvax are fighting for the controls of the helicopter that Corvax left on. Uh, and then Bob dumps Corvax out of the helicopter. Corvax tumbles to his death. Yeah, the end. The end. <clears throat> No, I was going to mention there's a bit of animation when when they catch Corvax yeah. on his face. It's like pretty good acting animation. I I stand by it. Like there's there's some really good character moments in this. Like everybody feels distinct. Um, there's like uh, expression. I don't know. My My bar is so low after watching some of the other shows we've watched recently that this like this transcended every piece of of children's media that i had seen previously it's like yeah it's good but god it's boring yeah it's so boring it's Um, painfully slow so from there we go to a fun song while they do a mass execution of all the clones and then we end with the wedding of uh, Bob and Sylvia. Yeah. And uh, from then on, they are introduced. Yeah. As though they are married. And at no point does anybody confront the fact that her dad uh, threw him in jail with a, a creature they thought was so horrible that it, they would probably kill him in the prison. They also never mention the fact that, like, maybe they didn't get the right clone. Maybe... This is a different Sylvia. Yeah, one of the Sylvias. Than the one that they started. Recognized yeah. what was going to happen and uh, switched switched clothing with uh, with yeah. one of the others. And, and threw threw her into the fucking computer. <laughs> it's a real tough question to ask my Muzzy. Right. Uh, so aside from this, as far as the Muzzy like franchise goes there's also muzzy returns Mm -hmm. which i watched like a slight bit of me too uh the animation looks a bit better it was a bit technically better but it was less interesting to me like it had a little bit less like yeah character flair even though it was more consistent and there was more going on more of the time yeah and then i believe it was uh 2013 they made the 3D version, oh, which dear was God. I, I watched one section of it, and I think that they just fell into a lot of the pitfalls that you get with 3D animation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like it's hard, but oh yeah, but even with, even fucking Miyazaki fell into that pit immediately. Oh yeah, but so with 2D animation. If the lip flaps are like a little bit off, then you tend to be fine with it. Like it doesn't cause a huge dissonance in your brain. But with this 3D animation, it it was upsetting how off the lip flaps were. Do you th- 
Did you watch multiple languages at all? I'm curious. I didn't. I'm curious if they swapped out any of the um any of the animations, the lip animations for the different I mean, languages watched, or if they just fucking ran it. I watched English and I didn't see any. Right, but I wonder if English isn't the primary isn't the first production. It was the first one though. For the 3D? Oh, for the 3D? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. Um, but there's that, and then it was also like it was rendered at a low flame uh frame rate, which looks really weird with a lot of the panning shots and stuff that they were doing. Ooh, yeah, I hate that. And then there's also um in the backgrounds for the original Muzzy, a lot of them they didn't actually draw a background, they just kind of did a gradient. Or like did watercolors or various other painting. I thought that actually worked yeah. pretty well. Like it was clearly a shortcut, but it it managed to. But it still, still look good. it works. Yeah. And then with the three D one, they're popping between like full three D backgrounds and just a fucking color gradient that it looks like I made on MS Paint. <laughs> oh God. And then Bob's eyes are Let's talk about so Bob's upset. Eyes. Uh, he looks so bad in this because his eyes are actually 3D objects. So they they render a shadow underneath his eyes. So he just looks so tired <laughs> for the whole thing. Extremely, uh, extremely Rat Boy genius. Yeah. yeah, it does look a lot like Rat Boy genius in that way that like the eyes are just haunting Orbs. marbles yeah <laughs> and then muzzy's hair looks really weird yeah muzzy muzzy lends himself to being rendered in 2d with with some like uh generic fuzz you you throw that in 3d and suddenly i don't think that they can do the curly hair that yeah. i imagine on him no in the 2d show. i want him to be puffy i legitimately yeah. like the character design of muzzy the rest of them yeah the rats yeah also i was one do you think that the the king is just mad that so the king is a lion his wife is a rat their daughter's a rat and then bob is a mouse do you think that the king was just like concerned about her marrying a mouse like yeah definitely yeah definitely definitely oh we didn't even talk about the fact that the the queen's whole character is that she eats a lot yeah that's it that's her whole thing like, that's her whole they thing literally have a song in there that's just like i'm fat yeah or that's one of the first sections is people just being like i'm brave i'm strong you're like i'm fat it's like oh tight. that sucks <laughs> tight 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 although they did take that out for the 3d version well thank goodness we've learned something yeah. in 15 years of society <laughs> oh man well muzzy's fine yeah i was clearly I, doing a job yeah it's kind of interesting it, um two parking meters i give it four alarm clocks and one All jail right. sentence in <laughs> prison in number 19. 19 yeah yeah So right. that's that. Uh, and now we have a trick quest. So I look forward Burr. to every week now. <laughs> <laughs>
We gotta commission a theme song for this. Not that yours. This is the theme song. Yeah, we don't have to commission jack shit. You're right. I'm sorry. I brought it up. Okay. (laughs) You stand coated in, I assume, green blood, having slayed the great (laughs) Muzzy. But you realize you are not capable of flying this craft. You approach the console of the great machine. Puzzled, you look at the controls and there are only two options. One is red. One button is red and says ducks on it. The other is red and says ducks on it. What do you do? I I smash them both at the same time. All right, so uh, the next two series, and I'm not sh- We can sort out what order we want to do them in, uh, are Duckman and The Mighty Ducks, the animated series. Amazing. I'm so excited. I love ducks. God, I watched the intro for The Mighty Ducks, and it's like the most fucking 90s shit. I'm so excited. This is garbage nonsense, <laughs> Doug bullshit, and I cannot wait. Yep. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're on Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. 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 Good night.